Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Remember that time when the the car alarm went off? Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Okay. <laughs> Hi, all. It's episode 56 of the Hustle Humbly podcast. This is Katie, and Alyssa has brought into the studio a lemon cookie, which I am now going to eat in your ear. Yes, I'm just, I was just eating mine just now. <laughs> she had a face like, don't start right now. Wait. Okay, I'm, I'm ready, though. I'm not ready. Our snack. I'm, I'm, we're in the middle of our afternoon snack. Okay. Today's episode is... Should you change brokers? And I would like to start off by saying your chances for success as a real estate agent are highly dependent on you. Agree. (laughs) That is 100% agree. That is my disclaimer is that I strongly believe that while a company is very important, Mm -hmm. it is not what determines if you are successful and you cannot blame a company if you are not getting the clients. Yes. Agree. Perfect. And you cannot blame a company that you are not successful because they said they would give you leads. Right. And then you didn't get the leads. Correct. I think that's fair. So disclaimer in. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I broke this down for me into reasons you would change. Yeah. Do change if and do not change if. Why do people switch? Are you asking me? Yeah. You're going to tell me. Um, well, there have been there were all kinds of lists: mm-hmm. money, leads, leadership, community, uh, location of the office. You know, uh, I think why why do I think is the number one people reason people change? Just from my personal experience and knowledge, when they're not making money, mm-hmm. they change. Yeah, they think it's not me; it's my broker, right? And I need to go where the grass is greener. And the bad news here is it's not. Everything I read said money was the number one reason. That would, for sure. If you made me bet money, I would have said that. Right. Okay. So I think that's fair. Why else do you think they move? Um, A lot of what I read was just about recognition. Like people aren't recognized for their success or their positive things that they have going on. That is really interesting and ironic. Because I feel like part of, I will say, y'all all all know this. I recently changed brokers. I have been at the same office for 14 years. I love my old office. I love my new office. I have nothing bad to say about anyone. Um, And I had my reasons for changing. And I don't know that we're going to necessarily dive into those. But part of the thing that I liked leaving from my old big, you know, Remax franchise and going to a tiny local boutique is that I'm no longer ranked. Right. I hated being ranked. Yeah. I hated that the lists were printed and put in the break room. 
for the state, not just ranked in my office. Cause right. Just I everybody. Cause my broker wasn't super into that. Everyone in Louisiana. I hated that. I got emails from other sweet, sweet agents and other markets saying, look at you, like, look at you, you're number 42. And I'd be like, Oh, I didn't even know. And now I don't want to know. Like, right. Right. So it's funny to me that, but I think the other part that's my broker was always great at saying you did a good job. Sure. You know, and recognizing you in that way. Yeah. I just don't like the recognition when it's given a number. Sure. That's just not my jam. Yeah. And I think recognition can be like, what I love about my broker is when I call her, she answers or gets back to me. Yeah. Like she knows. Yeah. And um, it's just nice knowing that I have her in my corner personally. Yeah. And I would like to add in here, you're at nine years in. Yeah. I'm at 15 years in. Your broker is still important. Yes. Having a, a human that you can call. Right. And talk things through is important. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go away just because you've been in it longer. Now, I think either one of us has the ability and capacity to be a broker, but neither of us have that desire. Yeah. To, to me, it's all, it's a totally different business Completely model. Completely different gig. I have people ask me all the time, when are you going to open your own brokerage as if that's the next step? Yes. In, but it's not, it's not the next step in being a successful realtor. It's a, it would, it's a totally different it's career. A different ladder. You're not climbing that ladder. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Yes. Okay. That's correct. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want me to start on my do change if or don't change if? So you're going to read us a list of why you should change. Why I think it would be okay to change. Okay. Okay. Do change your broker if you are leaving a toxic situation mm-hmm. or a place with not a good community. Right. So if you go to the office and you feel uncomfortable, unhappy, um, I also had if they don't match up with your values. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I think that's an acceptable reason because there are a lot of reasons it is not okay to leave. We're going to get there. But I think if it's a toxic situation, if you're unhappy, if the people are not nice to you, if you don't feel supported, that would be okay. Along with support, if you don't have a great partner, even if it's another agent or a broker or someone who can support you when you're sick away, if you can't find that within the confines of your your office, it is probably a good ch- time to change brokers. Sure. Um, if your brokerage does not approve of how you do your business. So let's mm-hmm. just say you're heavy on social media and your brokerage is more old school and they don't agree with that and they think you should be door knocking. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever it is. I think you need to be in an environment where your broker mm-hmm. is your cheerleader. Yes. And they want to help you in any way they can and support you just with support, emotional support. Sure. Okay. Um, so that would be a decent reason to change. Um, also, you you can change if you have a great sphere and you do not rely on your broker for leads. If, you have, if you're closing business, regardless of the fact that your broker is giving it to you, fine. You know you what's so funny? Could leave. When I was new and interviewed three brokers, none of them ever mentioned leads. Giving you leads. No, that yeah, was they never, do that's like a big thing now. I think so. But it was just not, like yeah. all three brokers that I interviewed I with were very, it's up to you. You make the you money. You make the money. Uh-huh. We're here to support you and train you and give you the tools and do this and that. But there was no speak of 
lead feeding. So that was never even like a question. Right. And now that's a really big thing. How many leads will you provide? Right. Like, <laughs> what, what do you are mean? You give me. Right. But to me, I'm like, no, you should work. Oh my God. I wonder if that's just, a, just like a sign of the times. Yeah. Is that like an entitlement type of thing? Maybe so. I'm just thinking out loud here. Yeah, I know. But I like, we're seeing this shift. I don't come from a, I'm Gen X. Like I don't come from a place where you don't work for stuff. Right. Like, you I don't, work I don't for want it. you to give me anything. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. Like you can point me in the right direction, but you're not going to hang. I'm not taking your hand out. And it's funny because when I was having all those lunches with people that were uh-huh. unhappy, your coffee dates, it was because they were not given what they were promised. Well, that's but why part were of the you problem. ever promised anything at all? Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. Okay. So mm. if you have a spear and you don't need leave, I'm doing my air quotes, that would be an okay reason. Like an okay part of changing. You can't change if you need your broker for your business. Whenever um, I did interview, uh huh, I interviewed with a Remax. Yeah. Brand new. I just, I didn't know. I you just like, the, I, I like the balloon. And so you're like, this is, good. this that's pretty. Yeah. And they were so honest with me about this isn't a good for hey, a new agent. Yeah. We're not great for new agents. We're kind of like, if you want to yeah, be on your own and you have your business and I, And it's like, I see the value in that. Yeah. Like that would really be if you're just at the point where you're just doing you living your life and you don't need. Yeah. Do you know what's really ironic about that? What? And I don't have a problem being transparent about this. That's one of the reasons why I left Remax was because I'm in a point in my career where I needed new agents to be in the office. Yeah. Because I wanted to easily refer out an open house or an extra lead. Sure. Or I wanted people who needed me for training, like who yeah. wanted to take a course or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the reason why they told you you couldn't be there is part of why it was time for me to move on because I need, I wanted to be around new agents. Good mix. Yeah, isn't that funny? That is but that's funny. true for Remax. I mean, it's just not. Yeah, it's a great business model though. For like sure. Like if you are at a place in your career. Yeah. But I appreciated that for that sure. Was, you needed the honesty. Mm-hmm. All right, here's another do change if. Okay. You have thought about making this change for six or more months. Mm. Please do not change after <laughs> one night, one day, one week, one month. You need to give that thought some time. Um, and my last one I had on the do change if you are making a change for financial reasons, not because you need to make more money, but because you need to change your split or fees or whatever your situation is within your broker. I think that's an acceptable reason to change. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the situation. A lot of what I read, because I think you should give it time. Mm-hmm. A lot of what I read said, if it's, if you know it's not working out, get out quickly. Okay. But my thought was, hopefully you're doing your homework enough. Yes. That whatever you join isn't a quick failure. Like, <laughs> did you do any research? Right. Well, how long what? were you there? Right. And like, did you not? Oh, oh you... no, it's in my pocket. What's fine. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Remember that time when the, <laughs> the car alarm went off? Oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, my question is like, did you research enough and then you show up and the culture is nothing like you thought it was? And right. Like, did you even ask any questions? I would say here, you cannot judge a full brokerage or company on one agent that you talked to. No. No. That, I mean, they might be delightful. And I get it. I know there are companies that way over promise. 
oh yeah and then you show up and you're, like, and you're disappointed no. and no. no but um the article i read said first of all it had a list of questions but these are amazing why are you thinking of moving mm-hmm. don't just like really stop why are you thinking of moving and then will a new broker solve that problem hmm. so why are you thinking of mute moving is it your commute to the office is too long and you're you just can't spend an hour away from your kids driving to the office well if you move to a broker closer to your house that is solving that problem sure but why are you moving <laughs> and will a new broker actually solve that problem i have two more questions okay did you take advantage of everything that broker has to offer? Oh, that's a good one. So did you go to the training classes? Yeah. Did you put forth the effort? effort. If they um, do free mail outs, did you do them? Yeah. Did you take advantage of everything? Mm-hmm. And then do they know you are unhappy and have you given them a chance to mm-hmm. respond? So you can't keep these things inside. Like okay. if there's something that you're that's not sitting well with you, you know, they need to know okay, like and, um, you know, have a chance to at least remedy the problem. I'm sure they would appreciate the feedback. Yeah. Uh, but it needs to be a business decision that is not made out of emotions. Oh, that's such a, I, that is such a good point. And I was just thinking over my many years, I can remember agents leaving on sort of a reactionary one bad thing happened or maybe the broker didn't handle a situation the way they wanted or an agent in the office stole a client. Like something happened internally that made them get very angry and make a very quick decision. Mm. And I'm not saying that if something like that happens to you, you're not allowed to leave. Sure. But you, you want to make sure you don't just leave because you're unangry about one thing. And mm-hmm. you want to also make sure you take enough time to research where you're going. Yes. Make maybe, a smart decision. Maybe you have to leave. And I agree. Maybe something's happened that's just not okay with your principles and morals or whatever. But you can't just also run <laughs> and pick the first company that you run across. You it, have to get yeah. some t- You should interview again, just like you did in the beginning. Oh, for sure. I don't even know what I would do at this point. You would interview again. Whew. I mean, right? On the DL. Yeah. (laughs) I read that, okay, in 2013, the average was people stayed at their broker around five years. That is interesting. As of 2017, it was three years. So people are moving more often. More often. And now it's, you know, 2020. So probably more than three years. Like every year and a half. They're like, (laughs) peace. Bye. And you know what? I think some of that could be because... There's all sorts of like new companies. companies. I was about to say the same thing. You know, it thing. used to be like the all these like big name brokers that everybody knows. Uh-huh. And um, now there's so many more options. There's hybrids and people in the cloud. And, and the people you could have a cloud. desk or you could not. And it's just really adjusting mm-hmm. to everybody's new lifestyles yeah. and what you really want. That's true. Yeah. Do you, I would love to know, and we didn't look this up, if there are more one, you know, single broker operations now so many feels like i read i read about uh, i don't remember the exact numbers but there are so many yeah and i serve on our board of directors just for baton rouge yeah and at every monthly meeting we have to approve the new agents and new brokerages right but then we also have to approve those that are like leaving oh and it's constant constant turnover yes and and 
it's funny because there's companies in our marketplace mm-hmm. that I've never heard of. Yeah. But sometimes it's John Smith Realty. Yes. And John Smith is, is the, only, the only agent. And John only he's, does two transactions right. a year. John does two transactions a year and he's a broker. He's like, I want all that money. Yeah. And, and that's just you. how he operates. Um, it's very I, interesting. I while we're on brokers and talking about that, I remember when we started, I think you had to be an agent for two years in Louisiana in order to get your broker's license. Hmm. Now I think it's between three and five. It's a longer yeah, period of it's time. Five. It's five. But did you know... And this may have changed, so y'all can check me on this. You're not required to have done any transactions. Oh my gosh! So you you have to have physically. They just want you to pay your dues. You you have had to pay for your license and do the. You'd have to do continuing ad right to keep your license in good standing. Yeah. But let's just say it's five years. You have to be an agent for five years, but you don't actually have to sell any. House. Uh, no experience needed. <laughs> no experience okay. needed. Okay. And I think the other problem with being the one man show, John Smith, and he's the only agent, broker agent, there is no one holding you accountable for your actions. Oh, yeah, I know. Whenever you have like a really crazy situation, not whenever, sometimes you will find that you'll be like, oh, well, why don't you just ask the broker to help you? And they're like, but wait, they are the broker. Yeah, then it's a real problem. And it's a real problem. Yes. That's when probably the commission has to get involved a lot more. Yeah, the the real estate commission. Yeah, Yeah. it's just crazy. I had notes on this too, because big versus small companies, I think that they all have a value depending on where you are in your career. Yes. Like when I was new, I didn't have my own numbers. Right. Right. So I could say I could show up at a listing appointment with charts Mm -hmm. showing like, oh, this is our company in this zip code showing where we rank. Yes. The company reputation is more important early on. I think that, so I had company reputation written down. Let's see where I had that. Um, Reasons, reasons to look into when looking to switch. What is the reputation of that company? I think that it would be good to just Google and see what Google has to say. Some reviews. But also, for example, like I serve on the board of directors for our local and I attend the state meetings and I attend some national meetings. Mm -hmm. I love when I go to another city in Louisiana and mm-hmm. I say my company name, they know like, right. oh, they've always been very involved in the industry. They right. have representatives that go to DC. And right. like, I just love that, yeah. that part of it. That was important to me. That's not yeah. important to everybody. Right. But to me, that was something that like when I said this company name. Right. It gave you legitimacy. Yes. Yeah. And so- you know, reputation is super important um, when, you know, just depending on what you need. It was important to me. Okay. Do you want to hear some of my do not change? It? Yeah. I, I told y'all to do change at first. So you would know I'm not just poo-pooing the idea of leaving your broker. Okay. But now I'm going to tell you why you should not change. Why you should stay where you stay are. Stay where you are. Okay. Do not change brokers if You are having a case of the shiny thing syndrome. Oh. You're just like, oh, look at the fancy tech tools, uh, trips that that brokerage takes. I mean, first of all, do you even have time to implement any new tech or tools or take a trip? Are you techie? Why do you you (laughs) feel like you need to have that? Is it going to impact your business? Again, will this solve your problem? If not, don't go. Um, 
if you haven't made any changes in yourself first, mm. do not change brokers. Accountability. Yeah. If you're having, because you're, we already said the number one reason you're leaving is money. You want to make more money. What did you try differently yourself before you just went to a new broker? Sure. There's, there's gotta be something. Self-reflection is super important. So important. Um, okay. <laughs> do not, this is my note. Do not change if you need more business. Okay. <laughs> right. It's not magic. It's not a no. magic pill. And I don't want to make anyone feel like we're like down on it, but there are some agents <laughs> that change brokers a lot. Yes. And they're notoriously moving around and some of those moves cannot be helped if you're broke you if your brokerage closed right or right. merged with another one i get it you're at a different office but i always die when it's the same agent and and, and they're announcing it <laughs> on social media a big announcement i uh, guess what i'm so excited to guess be what at- after the third time no one cares also no one knows <laughs> where you are they don't care anyway and they don't trust that you're going to stay still long enough for them to buy a house yeah it's so crazy. I feel like it makes you look unreliable. Uh, yeah. But it's hard to take you seriously when you're always that person with a really big announcement. Yeah. And the public this again doesn't really care. They don't care about that. Just move. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had anyone, maybe one or two people have said, oh, you're at a new office. And I'm like, yes, it do, it, it's still me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It matters to me. Sure. But it doesn't matter to my clients. They, they don't know the difference. Um, Because I'm providing the same exact service. Our company had different names in the Gulf South. Oh, right. So like in Lake Charles, we were called something else. And they were, we were all followed by Ladder and Bloom. Okay. So like in Baton Rouge, we were CJ Brown, Ladder and Bloom. Uh So instead of CJ Brown, Ladder and Bloom, we were just going to be Ladder and Bloom everywhere. Love it. And they met, they wanted to meet with the, the top, 30 to say like, we want to make sure y'all are okay with this right. and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it was hard because sometimes like older people who are used to their company name, they've been with the company 20 years. Yeah. But at the end of the meeting, we all concluded it, it's it not going to affect my business at all. Right. <laughs> like I probably Fine. won't even announce it no. at all. And you, I, I you had actually, sign. I changed my sign. Right. You had to change And what's sign. funny is I think I, um, I had decided like, I'm not going to do a big announcement because there's nothing to announce. Right. Because it's just a different name. Same I, thing. Yeah. And, and people have even seen that name with, with me. Makes sense. So, but I loved the new logo so much. Uh-huh. It was like, you know, really cool. Anyway, I, so I just like wrote a little thing and it was not a big deal, but it just made me realize that, that, that made me a little nervous. Right. And it wasn't a big deal, but I can't imagine doing it over and over. No. It's a lot of work. We had to get new business cards. Well, that's the next New thing. signs. Yes. Don't change your broker if you don't have time for the money or logistical part of changing. Right. Yeah. Signs, cards, <laughs> phone numbers of your office. <laughs> like, do you have to learn a new Your brokers? email address. All these things. All of these things. Mm. It takes work. It is not easy. I personally did it during quarantine so that it was very It was easier and it was still a lot of hassle. 
Hello friends. We are so excited that so many of you are using the template course and the reviews are just pouring in, letting us know that it has helped your business as much as it has helped our business. Yes. Listen to this review. Thank you so much for providing this wealth of information, knowledge, and template form. So far I've used a handful and received positive feedback like, this is so professional, or I really appreciate how organized you are. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, Your clients are actually going to say that. Yes. All right, here's another one. Thank you so much for this. I can't tell you how many times I've started this and how many notebooks of samples and notes I had. <laughs> I have ADHD and it is super hard to stay focused on getting it done. Having it all in one place is going to make it so nice. That is what we're here for. No, just look, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just yeah. use these. Yeah, nice and simple, easy, ready to go, ready for you to put your own logo on, make it sound like you. So head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash course slash course and check it out that's right and you're going to enjoy them you're going to love them you're gonna it's going to change it. your life literally fired <laughs> my assistant they are the best okay, enjoy bye, the template yes enjoy right um okay do not, you're going to like this one do not change if you are being heavily recruited <laughs> yes <laughs> being recruited is not a reason to leave your current broker is there a problem with your current broker? Are you not happy? Are you not making money there? Right. Are you not happy there? Are you not feeling supported there? Why would you change just because someone said, come to my office, it's great. I literally wrote down, do not move if another company is flattering you by stroking your ego with recruiting efforts. <laughs> See? That's what it is though. They will tell you, and they will tell you how green the grass is there. So green. And also remember that... They are then going to expect you to recruit there. Yes. So if it is a company that heavily relies on recruiting in that way, they are also going to expect that you to you pet do that and lunch. So if, and yeah. right, if that's not something you want to do, if you just want to sell houses, yeah, then maybe that's going to bother you. Mm-hmm. You know, I it reminds me of when I worked at Old Navy in retail, <laughs> and they would ha- hassle you every day. How many credit cards did you? get signed up like that's a big deal in retail they want you to get those credit card sign up sure and i'm just like this is so dumb like i did all my job like why do i have to (laughs) i don't want to do this i so one of the things that you should look for is culture yeah and that's a big thing and that when we say culture that's a huge thing in real estate that you really need to look at because some companies want each agent to be a realtor and a recruiter. Yeah. Some companies don't want you to recruit at all. They yeah. just want you to go be really good at your job. Just focus on selling real estate and we have a recruiter or not. Yeah. Like I read that. I think it said 43% of companies don't recruit. Yeah. They just work. It's like a word of mouth yes. and a work. And to me, that's like the most attractive because you're not having to like beg and. Right. I don't want to convince. I don't need to convince anyone. No. Please don't. If someone, fe- if you feel like someone's trying to convince you. Yeah. It, that's not Why a Why are they sign. trying so hard? Well, you don't, it's just not necessary. And that doesn't mean you can't go to a company that recruits. It just means that you should be mindful that you may be required I think, or asked I think to this was several years ago on The Bachelor. Oh, God. <laughs> he broke up with the one he was going to choose on purpose to oh. see how she reacted. Uh-huh. Okay. And she, you know, is crying and she went off camera and the camera's interviewing her and 
she's like, I'm just devastated because I loved him, but you know, I want him to be happy and yes. if he would be happier with her. I, I love him enough to blah, blah, blah. Well, he comes in like while she's talking and he's like, I did not. I just wanted to make sure that you had the character to oh my be my wife and that right. you didn't come in here and go, I just want to win. Yeah. Like forget him and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And like bad mouth. And he said, I want you. And he proposed like right there. And so anyways, I say that to say, how did I miss this? This is not an actual <laughs> season a, of The Bachelor. It was a long time ago. Okay. I'm going to have to look at this. A long time ago. Okay. Um, and I want to say he broke up with the other girl too. And her reaction, he was going to break up with her regardless, but she <laughs> had the ugly side. And he was like, oh, we all won. didn't lose anything there. Oh my gosh. But I had an agent recently that called me and I, I never met him, but he said, you know, my aunt wanted me to talk to you. And I'm, you know, and I said, well, look, I'm going to tell you this up front. I don't care what company you go to. Right. I'm not going to make more money one way or the other. So you don't have to worry about my opinion being biased. Right. And he told me, look, this company is like heavily recruiting me and they're giving me all these things to practice passing my real estate test and blah, 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 blah. Well, anyway, he called me back a week later uh-huh. and said, oh, I know what it was. He said, but I would still like to talk to your broker. I said, sure. Here's our number. Schedule an appointment. Let me know how it goes. Right. He said that he just let them know that he had a, another interview mm-hmm. and they got so ugly <gasps> and like checked in with him after and was like, are you done cheating on us? Oh, no. Yes. It was just like, oh, no. So it kind of goes to show that as sweet and charming as some of these recruiting efforts can be, oh, no. you cannot be fooled. You really need to look at who the culture of the company. Right. And sometimes you don't know until they think you're out and oh, then the wow. true colors show out. And it made I me know. think of the bachelor. And sometimes but. you, that's funny. <laughs> sometimes you won't know until you get there and maybe you will get there and you will love it. Yes. Maybe it's the right fit for you. Yes. It, it, everybody has their place, but yes, be, be aware. Okay. You should not change if you have been in the business for less than and I picked three years. Okay. But, and then I said, refer back to the list of do change if. So if yeah. <laughs> if there are some things on the do change list that are on your side, fine. But be advised, changing your broker in less than your first three years mm-hmm. is probably more you feeling like you're not succeeding a little bit. Right. And looking for that elsewhere. And I will also put a disclaimer on this because, you know, I like transparency. To be fair... I went to three brokers in my first year, <laughs> but not, not necessarily on purpose. I started at one that was not a good fit for me okay. for plenty of reasons on the do change list. Okay. And then I went to a very small company that I liked and wasn't trying to leave, but they closed down oh. and were absorbed by my Remax office. Okay. So Fine. I sort of, and you stayed put there, stayed for, there for 14 long? years. That's a long so time. I mean, it's, it is what it is, but a lot of people change a few times. And I think maybe I'll put a disclaimer on my thought. You have to be in the business between six months and three years before changing or do it in the first six months. Like if you got to it yes. and you're like, this isn't a fit for do me. It move quickly and get settled. Yeah, get right, right, right. Get out. Don't, but don't move. Don't make that move when you're new based mm-hmm. on your success, like your business. If it's not a good fit, move. And if you thought it was a good fit and you stayed six months, then you got to stay for three years. Sure. You got to like, like work it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I mean, there is such thing as too much change. So the sooner in your career that you can get settled well, and established. Right. You need a routine. Yeah. You need some stability. You need to like, and I'm sorry to tell you, friends, you have to grind. Yeah. In the beginning, especially. Now, I know some brokerages leaving them mm-hmm. would require more planning than others. Because <laughs> some will just cut you off the moment they know. Next on my list. Oh, really? Yes. Next <laughs> on my list was do not change if you have a large book of pending business okay. and you're not sure how your broker will react. Because and, and look, I'm not familiar with this part of it. I don't know like what the, and I know you had a, a pleasant experience with your transition. It was fine. But, but I also, not that I didn't trust my broker, but the truth of the matter is my business belongs to my broker. Right. Right. So that's what, I, that's don't what agents any, don't realize. Yeah, I don't have any claim to my listings or my pendings. And if my broker, when I'm leaving, wants to be nice and let me have those commissions, great, but they're not required to. And, you know, I don't know your particular situation at your office if you're thinking of leaving, but God forbid your broker is having a bad day Mm -hmm. or is a very maybe short-tempered person. They could very easily say, oh, okay, fine. Katie, you want to go? Roll out. I'm keeping all this. So if you're at an office that you're unhappy with and you want to leave, but Mm -hmm. you're worried about the backlash, like you are worried. Yeah. What are some things that you should... I think you need to do proper planning. Okay. Like how long could that take? Like six months? Probably. I mean, look, and I think no matter the situation with your broker, it would be wise to try and be at a low, a lot of people switch in January because that's a lower point in their production. Okay. So you just don't have as many pendings or listings. So maybe wait till a slower season. So wait for a slow season, wait for maybe if you've got a a chunk of pendings and you're going to be closing them all at once. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, wait for that. It also just logistically, even if your broker is delightful and nice and going to let you take all your business, it is a logistical task Yeah, to to move it to, you know, still have to get paid under the old broker mm. and then bring the check to them. And then they cut a check to your new broker and it's like a whole thing. So just not having a lot of pending would be better is way easier. And so, and then say they're not pending. Say you just have a bunch of active listings. You can, you now y'all don't quote me on this because I don't know. It's just what is local, but I mean, you can, you can go to your seller and ask them if they want, tell them what you're doing, ask them if they want to stay with your broker, you'll be leaving. Or if they want to withdraw the listing and then relist with your new broker, that would be the other option there. Um, If it's getting close to their, expiration, you can just say, we'll let this one run out. And then you can come relist with me and the new broker. Um, I guess there's a few ways you could handle it. I mean, I've heard like, if you have a company email address, yeah, and they get wind that you're leaving, they'll just shut off your email and you cannot, your clients have no way to reach you. And I heard the same thing with like, if you have a company dot loop account or DocuSign or something Mm. like that, they can just turn you off and then you can't even access your documents that's so scary yeah so it really is something you have to you really have to plan it is not a knee-jerk type of decision and you gotta if you have listings and you're moving you have to have the signs already made like your new sign right like you need to logistically signs don't just appear right you don't have to have a business card no you'll live but you gotta have a sign, mm-hmm. you know. You you gotta have you gotta be prepared with the document. I mean, even just like my buyer and seller folders, I had to change out 
all of the you know, documents that said my old broker information, all of your marketing for your list. That's another reason why you don't want to have a bunch of listings. All of the marketing that you have for your (laughs) listings is, is branded. branded. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit trickier. I think Mm -hmm. if you're further into it and you've got some business going for agents that do have their own personal email address, like you just made a Gmail say, Mm -hmm. um, I read an article recently that you, with all this wire fraud and scams going on, Mm -hmm. you really do have to be careful because like, for example, I have, I use my company email address. Yeah. They have like our tech team has certain security measures in place and also carries a certain level of liability that is taken off of me. Right. But if you are a realtor operating under your own email Mm -hmm. and something happens, you could be held liable for it. Yeah, that's scary. so it's just something to think about. And and I'm I'm not really techie in that world, but right. and not to go off on a huge tangent, <laughs> right? But be it, it could be something to look into to see if there's something you could do to make sure your account is secure because we are handling yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars a in, lot of money. in transactions. Yeah, for sure. But I really like your list because I think if you're at a place where you're trying to make this decision, one of the best ways to take emotions out of the decision is to write it down. Yes. Because you don't write, write it down. down. No. <laughs> yeah. Write down. I'm your, so mad. You know, yes. I'm moving right now. Yes. Yeah. I think you got to write down the pros and cons because it's also not going to be cut and dry. No. There are going to be reasons why you want to stay. There are going to be reasons why you want to go. There's going to be, you know, changes you can make where you are that might make it what you need it to be. And they're... There might be things that there's just no way for you to change or fix or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I, and sometimes you don't get to make the choice. Sometimes right. the company closes or your broker retires or, you know, something happens and you are forced to make a change. Mm-hmm. Don't also let that weigh you down. It's okay to move. Sure. I don't, I think that some people also stay in a bad situation too long. Yes. Because they're afraid to move. They don't understand how to move. They don't want their clients to think that they're flaky or yeah. that they won't work with them now, that they're not at the big name and they're not their small name or white, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to move. It's your business. Right. Ultimately, you are in charge of your business. Mm-hmm. So you can make that decision, but give it a lot of thought. Right. Like a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. Take I, it seriously. Take it very seriously and just don't do it. I think the main message I would like to get out there is, just, just don't, don't do it just because you want to grow your business. Cause that is not a valid reason. There has to be more. There has to be more to make that change. There has to be more. Now, if it is the environment or the, you know, community or whatever, yeah, that might impact how you feel. And mm-hmm. then you're just a happier person that does more business, but your final numbers aren't coming from no. the office where you are. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, we didn't even say we were going to discuss this. But I think there's a lot of this that can also be applied to should you join a team? Should you leave a team? Yes. Like a lot of these questions would still like maybe make sense because teams are their own little micro brokerage. They are within the brokerage. Mm -hmm. So then there are levels like does your team leader, you know, give you the support you need? Are you finding the training that you want? Like the team operates like a brokerage. We'll then apply all this stuff to that. Right. And don't stay too long. I had a situation recently where there was an oversight due to myself 
and the other agent. Okay. So both of us had kind of overlooked something. Uh-oh. Um, I don't want to get into it too much, but it was mostly the listing agent's fault. Okay. Like they, you, they had the something labeled side. incorrectly. Got it. I, I assumed it was labeled correctly. Got it. And it wasn't. Got it. And um, it was the client, my buyer after closing was upset and my broker swooped in, did what we had to do. It was done because we decided to split it. We actually decided I would do 25% and they would do 75% because it. it was more on them. Okay. And my broker was like, we don't even have to do 25. This is, but she said, yeah, 25% we'll handle it in and out. Let's get this done. And I knew I could go to her and say, Hey, this is a situation. Right. The other one could was like, I can't go to my broker. Like, I just have to deal with this. Oh, no. And I was like, that stinks. Oh, You no. know, but they just didn't have that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, you need that support. Yeah, for so they sure. had to just, like, eat it. <laughs> do, yeah. So it just made me, it makes you realize why yes. you, what do you need? Yeah. Where are you in your business? Right. It's also, diff- that's a great point. It is also different all throughout your career. Mm-hmm. What you need when you're new is different than when you're in the middle. It's mm-hmm. different than when you're closer to the end. It's just different all along. Yeah. You just have to evaluate where you're at and where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you want your business to go? Right. Oh, that's great. Wonderful. Very informative. A lot to think about. So much to think about. I would love to maybe, I'm, I, I always do ask people, why are you moving? Like, yeah. tell me more. Tell me. What do you like about the new place? You know, how's it going? It's very interesting, but it's very, such a common practice. So, so common. Like it, everyone moving around. And sometimes <laughs> I will tell you this funny story. <laughs> I have gotten in the habit of when I work a transaction with an agent or an agent calls me or whatever, and I put them into my phone, like I save their contact. Yes. I specifically put their current office. So do I. Because when they call back and they're at a different office, I'm always like trying to remember where they were before. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not right. Where were they before? And so now I can see. Yeah, you just save them that way. I just save them that way. That's funny. I guess if they change, then I'll just line it up. Like I'll just do a slash. Yeah. You know, this one. And then they have the whole alphabet. They're going to be the whole thing. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Ready for a toast? Yes, I'm ready. You're done. Okay. Hold these while I get us a toast. Um, Today, we are going to toast to, oh, I'm going to think, hopefully I say this right. We're going to toast to Mindy Nyhaus, who celebrated her sixth year in real estate. Yay. Um, Before, she was a teacher. So, she is a great visionary. She's good at goal setting. And she's a motivator for House & Co., so that was from Vanessa, and that's to Mindy, and I think that is awesome. So she was a teacher, and now she's been in real estate for six, six years. Six years. That's awesome. I know. So good. So very cool. Cheers to Mindy. Perfect. Cheers, Mindy. Okay, goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.